Phishing emails are one of the most effective forms of cyber attack with criminals successfully manipulating victims to click on links or malicious attachments to gain a foothold into corporate networks with stolen login details or malware. It's often recommended that using antivirus software and other protection is the best way to protect employees from falling victim to phishing attacks. But is this making people more vulnerable to hackers by giving them a false sense of security? I'm Danny Palmer. This is ZDNet Security Update. With me to discuss the countering phishing scams is Dr. Mona Rashadirad, lecturer in strategy and marketing at the University of Sussex Business School, and Hamid Shabaz Nehad, senior data scientist in the industry at the University of Auckland. Thanks for joining me, both of you. So first of all, what are some of the typical phishing scams that target businesses? Right, yeah, thank you very much for uh, inviting us to this interview. Uh, as you know, phishing is a social engineering um, attack. Uh, phishing uh, scams are particularly designed uh, to bypass technical uh, countermeasures by using emails, uh, social networks, um, uh, search engines, mobile apps, and they try to um, convince the uh, individuals by uh, creating a sense of fear of loss or uh, urgency or importance and convince them to click and to visit a bogus website which would lead them to harvest their uh, personal or sensitive information such as for example the bank account details their um, credit card details or any other sensitive information they've got so the the impact of um, um, phishing scams on businesses could be quite devastating. Well, uh, it could be negatively um, impact on their brand and it also could uh, sabotage millions of uh, dollars in market capitalization. In this particular research, we uh, focus on uh, phishing attacks in form of email phishing and we adapted a socio-technical perspective to uh, consider all um, individual technical or technological and uh, organizational factors that could impact on employees' uh, intention towards clicking on uh, phishing attacks. So, yeah. You mentioned the psychological element there. Uh, how does that work? How do attackers uh suppose manipulate uh, people into clicking uh, on these uh, links in phishing emails or downloading attachments or e even opening these messages in the first place? Uh, actually the main elements that we try to understand is based on the organizational context. We look at the phishing attacks to the organizations not just the individual behavior so we take the behavior intention approach to examine the phishing attacks in the organizational context. And as Mona mentioned, uh, uh, the basis of our research is based on socio-technical theory. And we, we believe that there should be a harmony between people, organizational process, and organization technical subsystem. So uh, once we say technical subsystem, we mean devices, tools, techniques that is used that is uh, used in organization for generating value, for generating money, and then we and we try to understand the technical subsystem, the employee's behavior, the human behavior towards the technical subsystems. Uh, we try to study it with the theory that is called deterrence theory, 
that is uh, about explaining security control that monitors in place. And we have, we talk about social subsystems and social subsystems are related to the employees, customers, suppliers, knowledge, skills, attitudes, values, needs, regulations, whatever that are inside the social subsystem that company or organization try to manage the internal resources and external stakeholders. So in social subsystems, we uh, try to understand the individual and organizational factors. So uh, we use three different theories to understand these individual and organizational factors. Uh, if I want to ask your question directly, so once uh, attacker to try to actually design a phishing attack, they can uh, attack from one of the weaknesses that it may be embedded in the technical subsystems or in the social subsystems. So the manager of the organization should understand all these elements and pay enough attention to them. For example, uh, in data and story, we try to understand the security compromises that it uh, impacts the employee's intentions to analyze and detect the phishing attacks. And uh, I, as an employee, I face a phishing attack. If uh, there would be some security compromises designed by the security managers. So, and they inform me there would be some trainings about it. So actually I know that there might be some phishing attacks in the organization. Or for example, with another theory inside the uh, organizational subsystem, we mentioned the protection motivation theory. So I as individual try to uh, appraise the threat, for example, I see a, uh, my Selenium's email, and then I, I try to understand that if it might be a phishing uh, email or it's a, like an online email. So actually I do a phase of threat appraisal, and then there is another phase of coping appraisal. That's we explained it with protection of the motivation theory. And there is another one that is uh, called theory of planned behavior. It's about the subjective norms, the norms that are in the organization towards uh facing different threats or facing new things that we haven't faced before the, there is another element called attitude toward the behavior and there is another one it's called attitude toward compliance so there are very uh minor specific elements behavioral elements that we need to consider in the phishing attacks as a manager of a company and the last theory that we try to understand in this study it was the habit theory the habit theory is about uh, referring to non-intentional automatic behavior. It's against deliberately rational behavior. So it means that when I face an email, I just open it like based on my uh, daily works. I just click on something that I thought it's, it, might, it might be something relevant to my wages, my, uh, I don't know, my organizational tasks and it is designed it is engineered that i show some specific behavior but actually is a trap for me so we need to understand all these elements before we design a system or before we ask our employees to be to behave properly in regards to the system so what are some of the common ways in which businesses are currently trying to uh, uh, prevent employees uh, falling victim to these uh, phishing scams because as you mentioned 
in some cases, it's an automatic response uh, to opening an email and that sort of behavior uh, can be tricky to manage. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, you know, cyber security is among one of the uh, biggest concern of organizations nowadays. And organizations realize that this trend and they started to invest on their uh, cyber security or their security safeguards. Uh, but through our research, we found that these security safeguards are not adequate to protect organizations and the employees uh, in, in face of these phishing attacks. Uh, organizations also use some uh, security countermeasures uh, to protect again uh, the employees against these phishing attacks and uh, um, safeguard them. However, these um, um, security uh, countermeasures also they typically are uh, quite complicated and difficult to implement. So it's not so easy for all organizations to implement uh, these um, uh, countermeasures. Uh, also, um, there are uh, some organizations they use um, uh, uh, anti-phishing, uh, for example, tools or anti-scamming anti uh, tools which could help them to further protect their employees against these phishing attacks. But again, uh, what is um, important or what is the, the shortcoming of these technological uh, tools is that it they still requires human intervention. Uh, to distinguish between a genuine or a legitimate email from a phishing email. Uh, also, uh, organizations, uh, some organizations try to uh, develop or try to um, offer some um, training and educational programs, such as, for example, uh, simulations, uh, exercises to teach uh, employees how to behave in facing uh, phishing attacks and how to protect themselves and not falling victim. Um, they also, the, the, some practitioners and businesses also develop some, uh, for example, games, educational games or uh, graphical cartoons um, to uh, mimic the real phishing attacks and helping uh, employees, especially those vulnerable employees that they might fall um, victim of these phishing attacks to protect them themselves and that um, uh, particularly is the focus of our research is to highlight the importance of having educational and uh, training um, programs uh, and these programs shouldn't be limited to specific technological countermeasures it should be much more wider and it should be more uh, comprehensive to encompass, as Hamid Reza said, to encompass all human, organizational and technological aspect of a uh, phishing uh, attacks which could impact on individuals. Is there a risk uh, for organizations that if they rely too heavily on the techn technological aspects of this rather than the um, psychological aspect, uh, it could put employees at additional risk because if an employee or person thinks that I am definitely be going to be protected from whatever, they're going to act in a different way than if they had to really consider themselves uh, what uh, could be a phishing attack and what might be safe. Yeah, as uh, Mona mentioned, there should be uh, some training specifically about emails, about how to behave uh, toward the emails as we do have it currently in the organization that I work. 
So they need to provide uh, the employees about uh, different type of uh, phishing attacks and uh, like the, acknowledge them about the procedural content measures, security policies, and uh, keep updating them about the standards, the technical, preventive, and detective campaign measures. So they inform the employees that we are actually designing some steps for facing the attacks from the technical perspective and from social, individual, and organizational perspective. We expect you that you uh, take the uh the cautious once you see some image or uh for example uh if you you if you see some email that's uh, it's a little bit uh strange or it's a little bit uh how can i say uh, uh suspicious email so you need to take extra steps to report that email to the security center and this uh, training should be uh repetitive so some employees actually may forget about this uh behavior and this and they have it so these training programs actually shouldn't be just like some sessions that is uh happening in half an hour or uh one once in a year so we should actually appraise the employees on and on like uh, once a week or uh, once a fortnight with the pre-designed attack that is done by the internal IT uh, team. And then with those emails, we inform them, look, we didn't pay attention to this email because of uh, uh, ignoring this kind of security compromise. So this, uh, we believe that this training program should, program should be designed well and it should be continuously uh, implemented in the organization. And what are some additional measures that businesses can take to help to protect uh, themselves uh, from phishing attacks and, and other cyber attacks? Yeah, as uh, following what Hamid Rosa said, uh, in this research, we particularly highlighted the importance of educational and training programs, uh, which uh, managers and practitioners should be really. Uh, cautious about how to design and offer these uh, training programs in a way that they not only limited to technological, for example, countermeasures, but also encompass other human, organizational, and technological aspects of it. In this uh, research, we found uh, nine influential and highly considerable uh, factors from uh, human organizational technological aspects that we that are uh, quite significant in uh, impacting on um, the um, intention of employees to uh, towards clicking on uh, phishing attacks for example from uh, human or from an individual perspective uh, one of the factors that we found uh, was response cost uh, we found that if uh, for example um, complying with email security and policies is um, makes makes an makes an employee inconvenient or for example is time consumer or is difficult to follow the procedures uh, employees tend to ignore those um, uh, policies or those 
um, norms and they uh, and that would increase their um, chance of falling victim for phishing attacks so therefore uh, organizations need to make it easy they need to make it um, not really so difficult for employees to follow the uh, security uh, safeguards also we found from organizational perspective we found a sub, um, sub ordinated norms or main, the main organizational norms should be supportive of uh, safeguarding and protecting employees against phishing attacks. And if, uh, for example, if this compliance with um, in, uh, phishing attacks or in a general way, uh, security uh, attacks uh, is, is, a, is a part of the uh, company's norms and values or it's embedded within the culture, it would further protect or enhance employees' ability to protect themselves against these attacks. From a technological perspective, as Hamid has said, uh, we found two particular uh, factors or uh, which are uh, detective and protective countermeasures, which basically they, they, uh, we suggest managers and practitioners to enhance their capability of monitoring and tracking the employees um, and also uh, implement and design some um, control uh, factors, control countermeasures uh, to protect the employees. For, for example, such, uh, such as uh, some anti-phishing attacks or some, um, for example, email proxies or lots of other technologies available to organizations. So therefore, organizations should be really equipped with uh, not only uh, focusing on the technological countermeasures to protect the employees, but also have a more comprehensive and holistic perspective on all influential factors could impact on employees. So yeah, that was our uh, main uh, message of our research in this, um, in this, uh, in this study. And, and finally, uh, what are some things that uh, individual users, employees, are can do to help protect themselves from phishing attacks, especially when they can be so uh, hard to spot uh, because they are so uh, well designed nowadays. Yeah, I just give you some examples, some actual examples when I talk to much academics based on my experience. For example, when I receive an email, uh, I look at that if there would be any strange or mismatched send their address so they might change a little bit of the email address to be close to the organization email address or the like famous organization email address addresses uh, so i just look at the email address carefully or if they put any url if there would be any url in the body of email i hover over uh, on the email on the url to see if there would be any different address because if you just hover over you can see the address that is in there the real address so you don't need to click on that uh, link you can just just move your mouse and look at the address that is showing to see if the same address or this is a different address and usually these uh, phishing uh, urls the, the 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 address is completely different and it's something strange you will notice instantly and also you can look at the 
body of the email, you can see that if there would be any poor spelling or grammar mistakes. So uh, usually the attackers, the first language is not uh, the same language, but uh, the attack is being done and they use maybe Google Translate to do this job, but you know, Google Translate always uh, is not working as the same like native English or native language speaker that uh, you're receiving the email. So look at the body of the email as well. So these are some kind of tips and uh, uh, how can I say criteria that you can monitor the email that you're receiving. But if you you are not sure the email is not is the phishing or is the legitimate email, so just send it to your uh, to the IT sector of the organization, and then they check it for you. Actually, uh, I had this uh, experience uh, that I received some email from the IT section of our company, and then I thought this is the phishing email and. Then I asked twice, like we had back and forth emails, that is a real email or is from you guys or is from someone else? And it was a kind of funny uh, conversation that they uh, insist that we are the real people, but I had the suspicious and finally I spent a little bit more time, but at the end of the day, I didn't share any information that I shouldn't be shared. So I firstly, uh, had the, make the confidence that I needed, and then I actually replied to that email. And it's always better to be uh, safe uh, than sorry. Uh, that's some great advice. Uh, thank you both to both of you for joining me on ZDNet Security Update. And for more information on how you can keep your organisation safe from cyber attacks, uh, there's there's plenty of videos on ZDNet Security Update on ZDNet YouTube channel and articles and features on ZDNet.com. Thanks for watching.